Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, it is Financial Friday. On the Mark is always sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, because of the fact that I don't know how to run the equipment, I ran the uh, start of this CBS News underneath a commercial. I couldn't really hear it. 6.1% is the new jobless rate, so that's up a little bit. 66,000 jobs. Did uh, I hear we'll that, that right? confirmation uh, yeah, by we'll Mr. Mr. Garrett. We'll check that out. Yeah. But uh, uh, we can get that confirmation from Mr. Garrett and Mr. Thomas uh, on the news line with us now. Bob Garrett, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, sir. Thanks for checking in today. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Ben. Uh, yeah, uh, let's, let's first start with the confirmation. It's 266,000 jobs created. Unemployment rate actually went up. Yeah. Uh, to 6.1%. And that ripping sound that you hear in the background is me ripping all of the show prep materials I put together. <laughs> yes. Uh, because exactly, exactly the opposite of what every economist I read yesterday was predicting for today. Um, Dow Jones was talking about a million jobs mm, being yep. created. Um, uh, uh, and uh, the consensus was about three quarters of a million. Unemployment rate falling. Everything is the opposite. Of, uh, of what we thought was happening. Uh, but what I did hear, and what we really want to focus on, uh, Mark and Ben, and, and I know Art wants to jump in on this, is we are really, we are in a serious, serious, serious worker shortage. Yes. Um, and it's, it is, it's now we see what's happening uh, to our economy. Uh, what, we, what could be happening is a million jobs, what happened, was something much, much, much less than that. This is this is this we're we're right up against the crisis here. All right, so that's Bob Garrett, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. Also on the line, Art Thomas, Chairman of the Chamber of Commerce. He's also President of MechTech and Diversified Construction Incorporated. This is your time, Art. Good morning. Thanks for checking in. Are you there? Good morning, Mark. Good morning, everybody. You bet I'm here. I'm always here. All right, good. Thank you. All right, uh, well, let's get to your reflections. Then we'll go to our in-studio audience here, consisting of one individual. And (laughs) that's Ben. And we'll get some reaction. The jobless numbers went up a little bit. Uh, What's your view on that? I think that uh, we shouldn't hang our hat on these things. I think this is a big setup for an explosion later this spring into summer. Uh, We had a resurgence in February and March. I think that this is a reflection of that resurgence. And now the resurgence is declining. Vaccines are increasing. And I think when we sit here next month, we're going to be very happy with the numbers we see. However, it's time to start talking about participation because whether unemployment 6.1 or 5.8 or 4.9, uh, we don't have enough workers out there. 
And some of it has to be attributed to uh, the extended unemployment compensation. Uh, I don't want to get too political here at all, but there are people out there that need that extended unemployment, no doubt about it. But there are also other people out there that have the option, and they have the choice to either continue with the extended unemployment or go back to work. And that's the pain that I think we're feeling today. I don't know if it's true, but I heard a rumor this week that some of the franchise fast foods were closed for periods of time, like 1 to 4 p.m. or in the overnight hours, just because the staff isn't there. They don't have it. Um, we aren't going to solve this overnight. We've been trying to solve it for years. Uh, we've got the tech schools in high gear. We've got community college partnering with universities. We've got the local business community working to get career pathways developed for our young people. We're trying to create this pipeline, and it's going to take some time. Unfortunately, the need is now, and, and the, the need now is to get the participation rate back up. So that's Well, gentlemen, I think, uh, and Art, I, I, hope, I hope you are correct uh, next month we're, we're looking at this, and I know you have to look at these numbers, but it's, uh, it's my gut feeling is this has been building up, and this is the straw that's breaking the camel's back. Policies in Washington are not helping the economy. Uh, you know, if they talked about uh, sugar highs with the Trump administration, this is this is a case of Red Bull that has been dumped on the economy, and it's it's so hot in some areas, and we're seeing the the lack of of labor. But th- this this is the the situation is a crisis. We have an administration that doesn't understand what crisis is. Uh, they they they've started a crisis uh, at it's the border. A d- dilemma. And they, yeah, it's it's, it's an unfortunate incident and they've moved it into the economy um, you know there's inflation is is boiling the Fed is trying to dance around the terms these numbers are, are just not good I hope uh, we see better numbers next month but the policies the policies uh, are lacking labor shortages uh, yes but product shortages product pricing is all over the place uh, shortages of vehicles, shortages of food, shortages of workers. Uh, we've created this problem. Unfortunately, uh, this did not have to happen. Uh, the administration came in, and instead of mining what was there, adjusting things, elections have consequences. Yeah, make some adjustments, you feel. But to, to broad brush everything the last administration did as a negative and then turn around right now in uh, the 100 and plus what days here 105 days we've created some problems hopefully we can uh, uh, turn the ship around but uh, in the words of Vince Lombardi and I'll uh, put him down to a family program here what the Sam Hill is going on out there Bob yeah, <laughs> I'm soaking it all in. Uh, I'm sure. Nobody really grew up this morning, Ben. Uh, Two so, cups of uh, coffee. Even with a uh, Vince Lombardi quote uh, amended. But, yeah, um, I, I, I think uh, I think we are experienced. I'm going to agree. We're experiencing a one-off here. Uh, however, um, uh, there are policies in place. And as Art says, we don't want to be political. We want to be policy-driven. 
Um, and, and in fact, later today during government affairs, we're going to be talking about a lot of policy uh, that we believe is wrongheaded, and, and there's some corrections that can be made. Um, but uh, clearly, uh, clearly, we have some pinches on what could be a robust economy is being pinched uh, by policy, by labor shortages. Uh, uh, you know, these closures that you're hearing in the middle of the afternoon. None of that is good for business. We have to figure out a long-term solution uh, to what is right now a short-term problem. So what are the reasons behind this uh, worker shortage? We have identified that one of them come, emanates from Washington. Uh, it's been uh, almost a full year now that people were incented to stay home rather than go back to work. So now we have that happening. What else? I'm sure it's far more dynamic than just that. Well, uh, you know, just so I'm, uh, I'm not completely negative Nelly this morning, I'll, I'll draw your attention to the briefing I put together. Uh, uh, for today's show, and uh, and just explain to everybody that uh, we we do we look at every month we look at the county by county unemployment rates uh, in the 67 counties of Pennsylvania. And congratulations, Greater Susquehanna Valley, uh, we have the lowest unemployment county in the state is Montour County at 4.6 percent. That's the lowest. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 4.6 percent, that means there in Montour County, there's probably about 100 and. 75 people looking for work, okay? In Montour County this morning, there's 10,000 jobs, okay? But there's 175 people looking for work. Uh, Union and Snyder are right behind. Uh, Union in third place. Snyder in the, in the pack of the lowest 10 counties uh, in the state. Uh, the point is, is uh, we don't have many people on the sidelines looking for work. Uh, there's some policies in place. Uh, I, you know, I, they're there. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to park our vehicle there and say that's the problem, uh, because we have said all along, and we've been. Uh, you know this, Mark. I've been. We've been talking about this for the better part of a decade now. Uh, that there is a there's a skills gap in the valley. The skills that people have uh, don't completely don't match nicely with the jobs that are being created every day right here, uh, and we're doing everything we possibly can. Uh, to close that skills gap. That's the long-term solution. Uh, the other is uh, participation. As uh, Art was pointing out earlier, our participation in the Valley is no better than the national rate. In fact, it's slightly less than the national uh, rate. Uh, it's somewhere about six, 61.7% or so uh, in the Valley. That means that one-third of the people who could be working for whatever reason are on the sidelines. Uh, and there may be very valid, very legitimate reasons, just like there's very valid, very legitimate reasons why people might be on unemployment or taking advantage of the extended unemployment. Uh, but if there's a possibility that a person can get to work and can get into the labor force, um, uh, we're encouraging them to do so because we really need them. Uh, we really need them right now. Well, well Bob, you know... This skills gap in a decade. Why? Why are? Why did we have a skills gap here? I mean, we hear talk about workforce development, skills gap. Community colleges are going to save the world. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting to the point where, you know, if there's a skills gap for ten years, why didn't we fill it in five? Why didn't we fill it in eight? I mean, the, the you know, it's getting frustrating for for businesses. It's hard to be. And for the Democrats, it's hard to be pro-jobs and anti-business. And for the Republicans, it's hard to be pro-business 
and suspect of your labor. But why do we have these skills gaps? Why are we here? And what are we going to do to solve these problems? Because I've heard workforce development since I came out of college in 1984. (laughs) I heard the brain drain since 1985. Now here we are with this. But the, the policies of the federal government to float unemployment to the states and have people stay out of the workforce is is a direct cause to this. And if you look at the governors of Montana and South Carolina, they're opting out of the COVID unemployment programs in June because the programs are not good for their their economies and they're not good for their folks. I agree there might be valid reasons for some people to stay out, but for the most part, the same you hear the same story of labor from Washington State to Key West, Florida, to Augusta, Maine, to um, Yuma, Arizona. I mean, it's all over the country, and the stories are very, very, very similar. But, you know, the frustration here is we got the federal government putting too much into unemployment, but then your point about if we're not training people for jobs, then what the heck are we doing in our education programs? Yeah, uh, I I guess I I want to caution us from uh, uh, trying to come up with easy solutions uh, or simple solutions for complex problems. If this was easy, we would do it. Let me assure you of that. Um, It's systemic. Um, For a long, long time, there's there's been this mismatch. I I think we've we've righted the the ship of state. I believe when we see the the actual census numbers, uh, you know, of course, we've heard that we're losing a member of Congress, but nobody has seen the numbers yet. Um, uh, you know, on a municipal level or on a census tract level, uh, we believe, based on what we've been watching uh, in the mid uh, uh, mid census, is that we believe we've turned the, the corner on the brain drain, and we actually, the Greater Susquehanna Valley now, uh, will be able to say is a brain gain uh, area. Uh, so, uh, so I think we've turned the corner there. I think we've turned the corner with education. Um, Community colleges are certainly part of the of the solution. They're not the only solution, um, uh, and uh, and that's why we are supportive of efforts in that regard. Uh, big announcements coming up uh, uh, soon in that uh, in that area. So those they all work together. But really, Ben, it is it is um, we're in this for a long run. I'm not surprised you've been hearing about it for the last. Um, you know, last 10 or 15 years, however long it's been since you've been out of college. Uh, but the, uh, uh, but, uh, the point is, is we, we're, we're going to stick with it. We're not going to let this go away. We're going to find things that work. We're going to look around uh, the nation, look around the state, find, uh, what other people are doing that are innovative, bring those to the greater Susquehanna Valley, try to be, uh, try to be the example, uh, the good example for the state, not the good, bad example, uh, for the state of what, uh, what, business organizations, what chambers of commerce, what, what communities can do to make sure that they're building uh, the, the, everything they need for a future workforce. All right, and I want to get your view on this in a moment. I want to give you the labor participation rate for April, which is the latest number that we have available, so that's great. 61.7%, so the labor participation rate did go up two-tenths of a percent, so uh, we're still bouncing along the bottom. We're nowhere near the 2011 64% rate uh, that was uh, last of the entire year, and, uh, of course, nowhere near the, near the uh, kind of participation that uh, Bob Garrett always tells us that we need.
Art, what's your view on this? It's turned into a broad conversation really about everything as it relates to jobs. Can you hear me now? Yep, yeah. yep. go right ahead. Now you can hear me. Okay. I got screwed up on my mute speak button over here. Um, to try and further answer Ben's question, um, we've been fighting for decades the uh, college for all, and I think that's the answer to your question. We all sit back and say we need workforce development, and we talk about the skilled trades, but, uh, you know, don't answer the question, Ben, but how many kids do you have, and did they get into skilled trades, or did you make sure they went to college? Uh, I'd be free to admit that I'm, I'm here professing that we need help in the skilled trades. I've had three children grow up, and I made sure that they all went to college. So I don't know if that makes me a hypocrite or not, but maybe I just woke up in the last 10 years. But it seems like the world still seems to think that if you want to be successful, your kids have to go to four-year university and wear a white college shirt. Um, we're, we're trying to get over that hurdle, and it sounds like we've been doing it since you got out of college in 84 anyway, and we're just continuing to, uh, to work with that. And just another observation, you know, one of our companies is a construction company, and it just continues to amaze me amidst what, we, what we've just talked about, the, how building materials have gone through the roof. And uh, you touched on it with automobiles, but anything in our economy, it's amazing how fragile our economy is with some people out of the workforce. Things are not being manufactured. Things are not being moved through the assembly line. And whatever is going through because of supply and demand, supply is down, demand is high. Uh, we our, our estimates, our construction company, we're putting estimates out to people, and we're saying on the bottom of our estimate our bids are only good for five days. Five days. They take too long to get back to us. The materials went through the roof. And the phone is ringing off the hook. The people know building materials have gone up 300 percent we saw in the news this week the people know the house the house the cost of an average house has gone up thirty six thousand dollars in the past year because of building materials but they're still calling and want an addition put on their house they're still calling and they want decks built i don't know why as a for-profit construction contractor i'm happy it's happening but i don't know why and at the same time, you've just got supply versus demand. The demand is there. The people have the money. They don't care what it costs. But the supply continues to dwindle, and that includes the labor supply. Well, at some point, the supply and demand curves are going to cross, recross here. Uh, the, the, the basic economics aren't here. So the government is putting money out there. People have huge savings accounts. So they're looking to this, and I agree with you, you know, wait a year to get your deck, and you'll probably have it at half price of what it is now. However, people, the the demand is, is there. Supply's not. We, you know, you just discussed in the building trades. We see it in uh, manufacturing. But, uh, you know, prices are changing, I don't want to say daily, but every other day maybe. Uh, it, it's not sustainable. The labor shortage, government overreach between this pandemic has, has created the equation that now we can't come to a final – there's not a number at the end where the economy should be. My, my concern is we, we've artificially – put the economy on steroids, and we're going to see the health of it later. 
All right, we are going to take a quickie break. We have on the news line with us now Rob, Bob, Robert Garrett. Bob Garrett, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. You just heard the voice of Art Thomas a moment ago. He's chairman of the chamber and president of MechTech, and, which is an engineering company, but he spoke of Diversified Construction Incorporated, and they can literally build anything. So uh, they have been in demand. So he's looking for people, too. I'll bet he's hiring. So if you've got some good skills, uh, he would just love to train you up and uh, Put, put that good brain of yours to work. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we invite you to text us or emails. we got uh, both of our lines occupados, so we can't take any incoming phone calls. If you wish to send us a remark, one individual has at onthemark at wkok.com. That's our email. Or you can text us at 70236. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Bob, uh, this is your day, so tell us uh, your view on uh, what's going next. Uh, a lot of businesses are opening up. Uh, what's the final solution to get uh, to solve our worker shortage? Yeah, so uh, just a, a quick recap, just in case folks are joining us, what we're talking about is the April jobs report came in, uh, 266,000 jobs created, unemployment rate actually went up. Uh, 6.1% participation rate, uh, which uh, which is a good thing, uh, also went up to 6.7%. So um, a little surprising, not what we expected. Uh, so uh, what are we going to be doing here in the Valley uh, later today, uh, actually 12 noon today? Please uh, uh, tune in, if you can, to our governmental affairs uh, meeting where we'll have uh, Senator John Gordon. We'll be talking about the upcoming uh, ballot for the question, the upcoming election, primary election, uh, uh, in a Tuesday, in two weeks, and uh, uh, he'll be focused on the ballot questions. And then we're going to have Speaker, uh, I mean, Kathy Speaker McNett uh, uh, call in from Scarlatos and Zonerich, and she's going to be talking about the overtime rules uh, that are going into effect later this year and what uh, businesses, particularly small businesses, can do to prepare themselves for those protect themselves from those, et cetera. Um, the other thing is we're, we're working very closely uh, with the, our uh, partners throughout the Valley uh, on a common tentacle, uh, if you will. It sounds like I'm uh, reading out of Dr. Seuss, but it's an actual word, a common tentacle reopening. Uh, you, uh, I think everybody has heard that uh, we're going back to something very close to normal, normal with a mask, let's call it that way. Um, the uh, 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 business operations on May 31st, and we want to uh, we want to do that in a way that uh, that makes sense, that's good good for business, um, and show that we can we can do things common sense. You know, uh, for this pandemic, a lot of the 
closures, the business closures, a lot of the policies that come down. Uh, a lot of us haven't thought that they've completely been commonsensical. So now what we want to show is the private sector, uh, the business sectors, the agencies, we can do this in a common sense way and do it safely. Uh, and uh, we're working very closely with the Susquehanna River Valley Visitors Bureau and others. Uh, our Community Prosperity Alliance uh, group met yesterday and discussed it, and I know they came up with some really great ideas. And, and you're going to be seeing a lot of particularly outdoor events popping up on calendars uh, all throughout the summer in the greater Susquehanna Valley. Any additional events or activities coming up with the Chamber you wish to talk about? Yeah, governmental affairs today. Um, and then, uh, uh, now we're kind of losing. There you go. So repeat that, Bob. We lost you for two okay. sentences there. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so today at lunch, uh, governmental affairs, uh, uh, you all come. Uh, to that, just go to gsbcc.org to register. Um, then in um, uh, in June, we'll have one lunch and learn, and then we're off uh, for July uh, with events. Anyhow, we'll be working, of course. Uh, we have a lot of priorities. Uh, and then in August, we hit it in, in a big way, uh, building towards our second century soiree, which is on November 6th. Uh, so that'll be coming up very soon. All right, Art, well. 30 seconds, an additional remark. I just want to point out to the listeners that uh, as soon as the governor made that announcement earlier this week, I asked Bob to get huddled up with his staff immediately and make sure we understand just exactly what it is the, uh, the governor has put out there and what that means for us. As a reminder, uh, at this point in time, everything for Assessment Valley Chamber of Commerce is taking place remotely from the end of June. Uh, however, if that changes, all right, well, we'll be looking forward to that update. Bob and Art, thank you so much for the update and the commentary and the full explanation. I think it's a really a complex issue, and you guys helped to analyze them, so we appreciate that. Bob Garrett, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, Art Thomas, the Chairman. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. We're going to enjoy open phones. We'd love your reaction. What's the real reason that there's so many jobs going unfilled these days? Or is it a series of reasons? Are there people that just don't want to go back to work? <laughs> is it the unemployment situation? Maybe that's a factor. Is it daycare? Some moms say, I can't go back to work because my, who's going to watch my kid when they're on hybrid learning? A couple hours a week and a couple of days a week, or is it uh, that people are afraid to go back into a COVID-infected world? <laughs> I oh don't know. Boy. They go to the bar on the weekend, but they don't want to go back to work. So, so I don't know. What's your view on this, folks? one 800 Are we looking at all the possibilities here? Is there some laziness out there? Is that possible? Oh, I can't believe that. No, I don't think so. So we're going to do a couple uh, retirees. We're going to do a... Uh, 
version of Seinfeld, the uh, bubble boy. We're just going to live in a bubble all our lives. People are going <laughs> to be concerned about. I, mean, I, ho- I hope Everybody's we're I hope we're concerned about the flu. I hope we're concerned about other issues too. And the question too: Do do vaccines work? I mean, if you get vaccinated, I mean, we we have uh, pictures of uh, the vice president, and she was with her husband. I believe they are um, having uh, departing with a kiss to each other as they wear their mask outside. Uh, you know, what message is that sending? You have the they bi- love each other? Well, that's good, but you have Bidens. Uh, they live together, so inside are they wearing masks then, I guess? So you had the Bidens down with the Carters, and uh, a very interesting picture. It looked almost uh, uh, disproportionate, but you had the Bidens inside with the Carters not wearing masks, and then when they leave, they wear masks. So these are people who are vaccinated. So do vaccines work? The CDC, Dr. Fauci... These people have lost credibility uh, to a you point think? that you know. How, how do you how do you look at common sense, Mark? You get out of your vehicle, mm-hmm. you are outside, not having to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. You walk into the restaurant. As you walk in, you put your mask on. You go to your table and you sit down. You mm-hmm. take your mask off. Mm-hmm. So is the air at six feet and up? Is that COVID? possible why the air six feet and under is not COVID possible. Mm, I don't think it has anything to do with that. It has to probably do with the fact that you're co-mingling with other individuals. But we'll, we'll talk about that later. On the market sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company, please check them out at sunburymotors.com. We'd love to hear about from you about uh, the important topics of the day. So call us, 1-800-795-9565. We are talking about unemployment. What are the real reasons we can't fill the jobs around here? Just went to the dry cleaner the other day, and guess what? They were closed. They're only open certain days a week mm-hmm. now can't get help. Mm-hmm. Uh, work uh, work volume may be down also, but the big difference is that, uh, yeah, you got to have helpers online. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and do as a couple of folks have done. That's text us at 70236. Some very brief uh, news headlines. The state DEP says they're going to keep using water to try to put out that mine fire near Treverton. They're going to try to refrain from the more expensive choices of using foam or an inert gas to fill the mine and rather continue to use hundreds of thousands of gallons of water. We'll keep you posted about that progress. They say they are making progress. A Texas man accused of shooting and dumping the body of a Virginia woman along I-80 in Union County. He was in court Thursday. 29-year-old Tracy Rollins Jr. of Texas waived his right to a hearing at the Union County Courthouse. The District Attorney D. Peter Johnson says if they have to present all their evidence in court, and they do have a body of proof that should be sufficient. With the body of proof that we have, I don't have concerns that there would be something that would cause us to have a not guilty verdict. That case was waived to court, so the hearing was not held. COVID-19 numbers have improved around here. New statewide numbers are below 3,000. That's 2,400 additional positive cases of COVID-19 in the state. 32 cases locally. Of course, as always, about half of them in Northumberland County. Hospitalizations down slightly statewide and locally. Vaccinations up to 1,300 people have gotten at least one jab so far. Believe it or don't, Republicans in 
in Harrisburg are advancing legislation to reinstate work search requirements for people claiming unemployment benefits. In other words, of course, as we've been discussing, the federal unemployment system requires Pennsylvania uh, to allow workers to stay off the job if they have fear of going back to work. Uh, the GOP is considering a bill that would suspend the work search requirement. Well, it was suspended through 2020 amid the pandemic last year, but the Republicans say it's time to get rid of that waiver so that people have to look for work if they're jobless. That'll help the employment situation in Pennsylvania. WKOK News Time. It is now 9-12. Time to turn to the phones on Open Phones Friday, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about the complex jobless issues that exist in the world today. Cody, thanks for calling in from Mifflinburg, PA. You're on the mark. Yes, uh, the unemployment, in my opinion, is the uh, why the people aren't going back to work because of the benefits they are receiving. I went through that back in 2003 when I lost my job, and uh, it was based on my earnings for the year, uh, for the gross pay, and then they got 60% of my gross pay, and that was my own employment. It wasn't 100% like they're getting now, plus that $600 extra a week. I know people need the money and stuff, but it's just a little bit too much. When you make more than what you did when you were working, why would you all work? Well, and we heard today that uh, for young people, colleges and high schools aren't teaching the right skills. Uh, so, in other words, when you get out of high school or college, uh, you look at Indeed.com and it says, we're looking for somebody who has skills you don't have, you know, that you didn't pick up in high school or college. So that's one of the reasons. Uh, any other reasons you can think of that folks wouldn't want to go back to work? <laughs> Well, that's the biggest reason right there, in my opinion. Oh, $600 a month. What difference would that make? Okay. Thank you so I much, Coach. A week. A week. Yes, you're right. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for the correction. I mean, my gracious. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's more than I'm earning. So, okay. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Yep. We'll take more comers. What's the complex issue? 1 800 795 9565. Of course, the unemployment compensation is too high. Republicans want to try to stop that in Harrisburg. Why else wouldn't people want to go back? We've identified the fact that some are retired and don't want to mess up their retirement benefits. Uh, some are uh, child care issues. Some are fear in the workplace. You don't want to go back and get sick. Uh, let's see. Some are our schools aren't teaching the right jobs. But I think the biggest issue, in my view, is that employers aren't paying enough money. I'm not going back to work <laughs> unless you pay more money. What's your view? Uh, you think there'd be bipartisanship. If there's if there's retirement problems, that let's look at waiving some of these uh, uh, retirement uh, hurdles and, and let people go back if they want to work. Let let them uh, let them earn uh, a little bit more. Move the cap up on uh, what you can earn and, and not affecting your retirement Social Security. Uh, as far as uh, uh, supply and demand, uh, but if you're comp- if you're a business and you're competing against Uncle Sam, good luck. Uh, doesn't doesn't quite uh, doesn't quite work out. So uh, we we have a administration that has taken a, a stance that they're going to uh, put this money out there and uh, didn't it wasn't needed. Now, targeted 
to some segments, yes, but not the numbers that they put out there, and we're, we're seeing what's going on. And inflation, you have Yellen, uh, she's trying to dance around inflation. She made a comment that interest rates are going to probably go up. Boy, in two hours later, the White House had her walking that back. Uh, you've got concerns. You see the uh, Bloomberg, uh, Fox News, CNBC, you see the news, the business news channels, and the inflation where it has been mentioned far more in the last week and a half. Uh, you're, you're seeing the energy policies uh, with the Biden administration not affecting gas prices in a positive way. We're seeing that go up. Uh, Mark, uh, education point, what are we doing? What, what are we doing in educating? If we've had decades of skill gaps, what is our education doing? I mean, in fairness to the taxpayers, where, where have we gone wrong on not being able to educate our students? Now, there was a comment made about, do you send your kids to college? Well, yes. However, in the high schools, they used to have shop classes. You, you learned basic woodworking. You learned basic electricity. How we, to fix a car or change the oil. Yeah, how, how to do some things. Now, a car now, you're going to hook up your uh, smartphone to it. It's going to tell you that you're low on washer fluid. Oh, you can't just look in the uh, in the container and see you're low, but you know, pull the dipstick out. No, no, you have to go on the computer and check that out. So, I mean, so why aren't we teaching basic skills? And I'll tell you another skill that high school students need and even college students need is financial understanding. Understand what interest rates are. Understand that you just don't pay the minimum on your credit card. Uh, understand, have some uh, financial uh, basics that you can move forward. Th- that's a life skill. All right, 1-800-795-9565. One of the smartest women in the world sends us a note and says, I hope that you're aware that if a person is offered a job after being laid off, if they refuse to go, they can still claim unemployment compensation. Yeah, we've been talking about that. That's a big, uh, that's a big terrible thing right now. This is the most ridiculous nonsense I've ever heard of. Of course, it used to be if you refused unemployment or if you refused employment after being offered it, you would not be entitled to receive unemployment benefits. And this new stuff is crazy and definitely a walk into socialism. I feel so bad our government is supporting this. They are definitely letting us down with all the store windows everywhere asking for help, and most of them are posting signs like this. I wish we could talk sense into these kids and adults to not take the bait. Go to work. Well, yeah, it starts in Washington. It started during the Trump administration, and President Biden doubled it. This idea that you can get $600 a a week to stay home, why on earth? Your responsibility, let's suppose you you have the same mindset I have in the home. I have a responsibility to be an earner. Your responsibility is to do the best for the most good in your family. Why would you go back to work? (laughs) They're going to pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars to stay home. So, yeah, the uh, GOP in Harrisburg's on the right track to try to get this turned around. Uh, we realize it's complex, but this is the iceberg that the ship is hitting. Why There's a lot of other things. Why wouldn't it be bipartisan in Harrisburg? Oh, my gosh. Why, why, why wouldn't both parties why, want why people to get back why? to work? That's a silly question. Come on. Ask a better question, will you? Carl. Carl. Put down the pitch. Did I lose you? No, you're fine. Put down the pitchfork and pay attention. You're on the radio. 
<laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I wanted to call about the education in the vaccine. Hope you are cutting out. You must have a dead spot out at your place. Of course, if you have a dead spot, you can't hear me telling you that. Mm-hmm. Go on once. Yeah. yeah, give us a call back. Of course, you can't hear us. So we'll Stand stop. on top of a stack of hay bales, buddy. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll stop All right, talking. yeah, call back, Carl. You're, uh, you lo- we lost you, but, uh, but what, what, go up to the loft and make the call. So what, what are we doing education-wise? Uh, you know, we want to now put money into pre-K. Uh, you know, it was a big push. Well, we're teaching to the test. Has that hurt us? Well, you, we have to, you, you have to teach to some sort of test. You have to have some benchmarks. Right, you have to have a, but uh, wh- why? What? Where have we gone off the rails here? If we're not to teaching, so we're not teaching enough computer classes. We're not teaching enough critical thinking. Uh, the history is compromised between uh, people wanting to promote uh, the 1619 project, which is all over the place, compared to the 1776 project. Uh, so w- what what are we teaching, and why aren't we teaching specifics, meaning some basics? And, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, well, they and do that financial, some schools financial understanding. Here, they're not doing it everywhere. One of our listeners sends us a note that says, this labor shortage thing has proved one thing, the fallacy that businesses can't pay higher wages. It just isn't true. Wages are going up in a lot of jobs. After saying that, then he says, but... Raise the minimum wage and stop the lies. Stop the greed. <laughs> well, well nobody's paying the minimum wage. I saw a warehouse recently yeah. was advertising for workers, and I'm going to take this job because this will fit into my schedule. Fourth shift, they called it. You work Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m., and Sunday, 6.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m., 36 hours, and then you're done for the week, $20 an hour, but you get a raise every couple of months, another mm-hmm. dollar, in a warehouse. But, you, of course, you have to be able to lift 75 yeah. pounds, so that's going to hurt. And the, the last email was like Swiss cheese. Had some holes in it. <laughs> Carl, you're on the mark. Hey, sorry about that. Perfect. No problem. I wanted to call about the education in the Valley. I'm a very proud graduate of Sun Area Votech, 1978. And my son also graduate of Sun Votech 2004. And the thing that I see happening with the tech schools is most of the teachers in, I know at Shikalimi anyway, when I was there, and it was the same with my son at Mifflinburg, discouraged the students from going to Votech. And I think we need to change that mindset with our teachers. that everybody that I've ever known that has gone to tech has been successful. We learned a trade. Uh, it's helped me out tremendously throughout my life. Uh, I know it's helped my son out through uh, his career. And we have to encourage young people to look at the trade schools, not discourage them uh, from the uh, academic side at the, uh, the local schools. And another thing that they changed, which I think has hurt Votech, when I went to tech, you went for your sophomore, your junior, and your senior year uh, every two weeks, and it worked great. But through this discouragement process, uh, they've changed it now that you go your senior year, and that has kept kids from wanting to go to Tech because they didn't want to be apart from their senior class the whole year. So I think we need to get back to the every other week, sophomore, junior, and senior year, and get these teachers to stop discouraging kids from 
signing up for uh, trade school. Well, I think it's our whole society. I think the school is just one place where kids are encouraged that college is, is the way to go. You know, if you go to the Votech school, stand there in the spring when the companies come, you know, the welding companies and the electrical contractors around here and the building contractors and the Rosses of the world, they go to the school and say, oh, please give us a list of graduates so that we can send them a note or we'll give you a flyer so you can hand it to them. And then on the last day of the semester, there's a welding truck parked out there to pick up the the student as uh, he or she gets off school at noon on the last day and guess what they leave from the school and are taken to a workplace and you know that's what happens to you know 99 percent of the kids at the Votech so yes schools aren't uh, encouraging that well and I think something else happens if you go to a Votech you kind of learn about the the mindset of infrastructure that you know (laughs) the refrigerator isn't cold just because it has a it's plugged into the wall you know or or the uh, lights in your house don't just come on because there's a switch you know that there's a there's a, a behind-the-scene world that, that people can get part of, and there's a, like a whole mindset that's associated with. I call it the worker man mindset that you know that things work and and that government is in the way, and that you know women, things like minimum wage don't have anything to do with the conversations can, women you're can having. Well, too, right? Absolutely. So they don't just have to cut yeah. hair. Yeah, there's nobody coming out of Votech that's going to be making minimum wage. And I also like to, you know, step back and encourage the parents of these children to, you know, look at what Votech can do for their uh, their child. Uh, it's, it's a great place. I support it, you know, a thousand percent. Uh, it's helped, like I said, my family out tremendously. And, uh, you know, for a parent who has a son or daughter in college or in school. Uh, look into the Votech education. Uh, you'll be glad you did. And when did they switch to that senior year system? Uh, is that in the past couple of years, or is that? 10? No, it's been it's been quite a while now. Okay. But I, I know in talking with kids, you know, I asked them, well, you know, why didn't you go to Tech? Well, I don't want to give up my senior year. Gotcha. Right. Well, that and would when, make when, sense. When I went, yeah, when I went, it was every two weeks. It, it was great because by the time you got tired of going to Tech, you went back to Shikalemi or your home school. And when you got tired of that, you were back to tech. So it worked out great. But you remained part of your class. You know, you still were, you know, I was still part of the class of 78 because, you know, I was down there at Chickalini every other week. Where now they're taking these kids away and, you know, and I don't blame them for not wanting to lose the identity of their, of their class. All right. One of our good listeners, since you started out participating about this unemployment uh, uh, well, that's the conversation that led us here. Dick from right. Milton calls in and says it's actually cut down to $300 a week now from 600 I do recall that. Yeah, so that's a great. Thank you, sir. Thanks for the call. And thank you, Carl. Yep. All right, we've got to take a quickie yep. break, but we've got uh, callers plenty at the moment. 1-800-795-9565. Go ahead and get in queue. You could be next. we got one emailer that says it's the Trumpers who are missing the boat on this uh, conversation. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. According to the Associated Press, Harrisburg lawmakers, Republicans and Democrats, bipartisanly suspended the work search requirement through 2020. And then Governor Tom Wolf, a Democrat, extended the waiver administratively into this year. A bill pending in Harrisburg would reinstate the requirement starting June 8th. Yes. But it's a change in law. And, of course, uh, a lot of good laws get to the uh, governor's desk. But it's coming through the legislature. Legislature, right? Yeah. Wolf signed signed it in for himself. And this goes back to at what point does the emergency act uh, dilute it? And right. we have a governor who's, what, opioids have been an emergency act for how many years now? <laughs> uh, you know, you'd hope, you'd hope uh, you know, well, we'll have a chance to vote on it May 18th. Right, yep, it's coming up. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Call us now. We're talking about why in the world won't people go back to work? 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Jim, you are on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. Good, good morning, Mark and Ben. Uh, and happy Mother's Day to uh, your wives. Uh, Mark, this is on ammunition. I was just told yesterday while waiting out in front of Rite Aid in Shemokin that 308, 30-06, 7-millimeter mag, and 12-gauge shotgun shells. Uh, 12-gauge is $40 a box. What? And uh, uh, 30-06, 308, and 7-millimeter mag is a hundred dollars a box one box per uh, customer and there are no primers available so that's what a, uh, let's see for shotgun shells i remember paying t- like twelve dollars for a box of shotgun shells and maybe twenty bucks and up depending upon which rifle ammunition you got right last fall uh, and now a couple they're years 40. ago Okay, so everything's going up ammunition-wise. Well, thank well, you, President Biden. So, you know, Jim, I, I right. could, that's I just, what I was told by <laughs> Mr. Biden. Okay, let, let's let's throw this into perspective of uh, food because most of us do consume food. Uh, numbers I have heard: chicken wings shortages out there. Chicken wings in in December, fifty-eight dollars a box. Wow! Same box. Same box in uh, around the Super Bowl early February, sixty-eight dollars a box. Wow! R- right now, I was told by two restaurateurs that uh, they're in the range of one thirty-two to one thirty-eight a box. Get out of here! But but that that's you know we we hear the housing. I think uh, Art uh, uh, Thomas was talking about housing. I, I, it was twenty-four thousand. Dollars a house increased lumber pricing. A house has increased twenty four thousand five weeks ago. Now it's up to thirty six thousand dollars more for a house. Well, I went to yeah, buy I, a piece I've of. Heard that. I went to buy a piece of lumber this week, twenty seven dollars a board for a two by four. And last fall that was no oh, twelve, 12 yeah. eight to eight to twelve something yeah. like that. Yeah. It wasn't even no a, Jim and 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 also too ammunition has a uh, the the political connection with that. If they can make it. 
difficult for ammunition. They make it difficult for you to use your guns. So the the ammunition side of that is not just a commodity. It's also uh, you know involved with uh, whatever legislation we need or think we need for gun laws. Right. Even twenty two ammunition, they're only uh, selling you one box. And that's even $10 a box now. Wow, that's ridiculous. Wow. How are kids supposed to plank down by the river? Can you still can, can you still uh, reload shells? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can't seem to get the primer, sir. Oh, and I was okay. told by uh, three different uh, fellows that I hunt with that uh, there is no primers available. Oh, dear. Okay, well, you need that. And you okay. need a primer to... If you're reloading for each cartridge, you're reloading, sir. Well, Jim, I got a question that's uh, probably significant. Are they? Is there a burger shortage at the Coney Island? <laughs> <laughs> that no. I don't know, but I know the prices went up. Right, the oh, prices. Okay. Up. All right. Thank you so much, Jim. Thanks for calling. Yes, One, sir. One eight hundred. Happy Mother's Day to your wives. All right. Thank you so much. All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. One of our good listeners says, "LOL." I love how. Trumpers consistently ridicule Biden's broad stroke erasure of the last administration's policies. How do they not remember what a big deal Trump made of reversing every Obama policy? Just an anonymous opinion, but that's one of those fox and talking points that makes me laugh every time. By the way, great topic today. I'm really enjoying this discussion. Yeah. Why aren't folks yeah, going I back to work? Uh, I was going to say the Obama policies. I think the Trump administration addressed what what was needed, if it was an Obama policy or not. Uh, the policy at the border was not working. They they made uh, adjustments, had to make readjustments to it, got it working. Uh, I mean, give, give me an idea of the Obama policies during the economics side of it. And the Trump administration said, hey, let's reduce corporate taxes. Let's bring money back from overseas and not tax it in ridiculous rates, and let's also uh, look at capital gains to juice the economy, and we saw what happened. So that's an interesting one. Stan, enlighten us. Well, Well. the problem, I think the biggest problem with ammo prices are that uh, people are, when they find it, are purchasing it and putting it online and selling it for a in a pretty good profit in some cases. Oh my God! Now, well, that's capitalism. Now, oh yeah, that's free free market capitalism. It's great, that's you know. Right. But my okay, here's here's how it goes. Somebody buys something, say a box of ammo, and they put it out there on Gunbroker. Gunbroker is one of the biggest uh, online auction firearms parts and site in the world. I haven't okay? looked at Gunbroker in almost four hours. Uh, so, all right. Well, okay. So. They'll, they'll buy, let's take primers for an example. People have put primers on there. You know, it used to be a year, year ago, so ago, maybe 30 to $40 a thousand. Now they're probably up to $400 a thousand. But, 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 but Stan, why, why is that? Is it, well, are they, are they manipulating the market? I mean, you know, in commodities, you know, you hear, you know, about, you know, people shorting this or shorting that, but what fear of the Democratic president? Any, well, that's any the Democratic thing, president. Well, every, every, just about everything that's on Gunbroker is an auction site like eBay. Yeah. People are bidding that kind of money for it. But is it harder to get it in. The stores? Arkansas than it is in Mississippi, than it is in Michigan, than it is in Minnesota? 
Uh, well, I don't know. I haven't traveled to those places. My understanding is it's pretty. Things are pretty tight all the way across the country. People are purchasing it, whether they're to use it. People are stockpiling it because of the rhetoric coming from the, you know, the Democrat Party for the past year, two years. You know, they're going to take your guns. They're going to do ban this. They're going to ban that. People are saying, I've had enough of it. And we've gotten 7 million plus new gun owners last year. Okay. So those new gun owners have never fired guns. And when they buy a gun, they've probably paid a premium price for that firearm. They don't care what the ammunition costs because they buy a gun, they want to shoot it. Right, and they so never, they'll pay they the never 30, saw 30, 40, 50 dollars a box for 9 millimeter ammo. Right, they never saw a $20 box of shells in their life. Right. So, so that, that's know? part of the reason, and with that many more people, and then you had some downtime. at Well, Remington was closed up, so their ammunition division was closed up for, you know, six months to six to 12 months, yeah. whatever it was last year, because they went bankrupt and they sold off that division. But now they're back up and running. Hopefully that alleviates some of that. But yeah, it's it's people making money. They're they're seeing an opportunity to make money. A guy was down at Cabela's last week, and he was talking to the people down there. The guy said uh, the other week they got like two thousand pounds of gunpowder in for reloading. Within two or three days, it was gone. Wow! <laughs> and pe- pe- people will go in and buy it, and they, they they basically they said we know that they're probably buying it and putting it online, and selling it, but there's nothing we can do about it, which is true. It's a free market. You know, they they limit how many boxes that and pounds of powder that they can purchase at a time and <clears throat> primers or whatever, whatever they have, they're putting limits on most of it. Okay, Stan. And these people, people come in daily and buy it. Stan, let's move to uh, manufacturing. Uh, at your uh, industry, you're you're in the manufacturing industry. Where where are you guys at with your backlog, and what shortages are you having? Well, we don't have so much shortage getting material that we need that I've heard of. Nobody said, but we're having short time because the car manufacturers aren't building the cars at the rate they were, so they don't need our product, which is the interior carpet. Okay, and that's the that's the chip shortages we hear. I believe uh, talking to uh, upper management of Sunbury Motors, they're very frustrated with the inventory. Well, levels. I'm waiting for my truck. Uh, I think you're going <laughs> because of a chip. Yeah, um, yeah. Something they, funny there, Stan. They're, they're putting a middle. <laughs> they're putting a weekender, Middlesworth weekender, in your in your truck. Go down and that's get it. That's the chip. <laughs> so uh, in but, my Ranger. But uh, again, so the the trickle down. I, I always find it interesting when people say trickle down. Economics doesn't work, uh, but then you see what trickle down does and doesn't when when there's a supply and demand problem. So you folks are being shorted hours because the trickle down effect, meaning or the trickle up effect, isn't working to get uh, the product that needs your your uh, right. business. Okay, and and you know tr- trickle trickle up and trickle down works, and it's the reality, yeah. and we're seeing it. Now, personally, I haven't had short time because I'm in the maintenance department, so we work whenever something's running, we're, we're there. And so, but it's the production lines that are short. And I mean, they, they run extruders to extrude the material on the back of the carpet, and there's only one extruder in there. We got six. There's only one in there right now 
that's running five days a week. And, and the rest and, of them are spot. And if I remember properly, Governor Wolf did you folks no favor in shutting <laughs> the business down, and it moved then to South Carolina. So I would tell people, I say, well, that's a little bit of the trickle down scenario. Uh, so uh, again, Pennsylvania jobs being put on hold for a reason that we're still uh, still going to contemplate probably years from now. Oh, yeah. I mean, we well, we have a plant in South Carolina, and we ship our carpet down there for them to mold for Mercedes and BMWs and stuff like that. That's that's what that was. And But we couldn't ship our carpet to them when the car manufacturers want it. So our company was buying carpet from a competitor to send down there so they could make the carpet for in the vehicles. That's what Governor Wolf did. And that's what drives the accounting department's crazy oh, oh, uh, when, they, when, they, when they start trying to uh, to what circle these squares uh, yeah very frustrating and that's the political side of it folks uh, when, yeah. when when government uh, for every action there's a reaction so when government puts these programs out and they're trying to do positive things well okay yeah COVID relief was needed for a period of time Last year. Th- then they tried to keep doing more positive things and it turns negative and we see where we're at segment segment to the people who absolutely need it and it would have been proper but they broad brushed it all right yeah. thank yeah. you so much Stan thanks for calling in all right. All right, thanks a lot. Appreciate that. one 800 is our telephone number. We invite you to do what I have done. Uh, go, first of all, the, take it step by step. Go to sunburymotors.com. Look at the existing inventory of Ford, Hyundai, Kia. Look at the hundreds of perfect pre-owned vehicles that are on the lot. And if you don't find what you want, order up a new one. That's what I did. Mine's going to be made in Dearborn, Michigan in June. So that's the very latest truck that I've ordered. Something funny over there? Anyway. But, <laughs> I'm hoping it can be made in June. I'm hoping you oh, no, drive off the lot. I, I, un, unlike before when I would just order them and they'd show up two weeks later we're at gonna, Sunbury we're, Motor we're, Company. We'll do an on-the-mark remote when and that have truck you comes driving in. off the lot. Okay, that's I mean, fine. We'll, we'll have the suit there. He'll be cut, he'll be cutting the ribbon. <laughs> that's Kevin we'll, Hurd to everybody yeah, else. We'll, we'll, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make this a production. Well, we will. We, we certainly should. This is going to be a great truck. It is going to be rapid red color with leather interior. Can't have a sunroof because I didn't want two rows of seats, but I do have a six-and-a-half-foot bed. It's an XLT package, 2.7-liter V6 EcoBoost motor with the auto start-stop technology, 25 four miles to the gallon on the highway. That's the very least mileage. I'll, I'll do better than that. I guarantee you that. And let's see. It's got the little drone that flies over here so you can see everything and never hit anything ever again as long as you shall live. Onboard 400 watt power out so the next time uh, Rob's lights are on but mine are off, I uh, guess what? I'm going to go start the truck and run the generator and keep everything going and keep the TV going. So that's just some of the accoutrements of this truck. I'll talk about more on Monday. But uh, remember, this journey starts Started at sunburymotors.com. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about job skills, and the jobless rate went up to 6.1%. We only added a quarter million jobs. Uh, all the eggheads, the super smart people, wanted those numbers to go up higher, or predicted they would go up higher. And poor Bob Garrett had to tear up his cheat right. sheet that he had all set up for today. Missed it, uh, I would say, as Bob Euchre would say. Just a bit outside. Right. It was on the outside. So, yeah, joblessness went up, so a little bit of a hiccup there. And uh, that just goes to show that the Biden administration is killing jobs left and right. 
not. All right, just kidding. There. Uh, I don't know. Not I, true. I, I wouldn't say killing jobs. I, I believe they are muffling or hamstringing the proper economic growth. Right. Well, and I think everybody in the world recognizes that you can't spend $7 trillion unfettered and have some sort of a negative impact in the world. Uh, there are Republicans, so please let your Harrisburg lawmakers know that you support the idea of eliminating the waiver for job search, at least get people who are jobless benefits to get to, to have to go back to work. But remember, too, Mark, there's Republicans that are complicit in this federal side. Right, that's Not true. Not at all. But I mean, there's folks that have been down well, we there for a while. we got to be this way. Yeah, they, should, they could have done it in January, and you never heard any talk Republicans about that. Republicans are part of the swamp. I mean, right. there, there's the deep state, the swamp, whatever you want to call it, and there's been many, many Republicans. Well, look, at get, getting rid of Liz Cheney, you don't think the, the Republicans are in the swamp, too? Look what they're doing to her. Well, all right. I think, look what Liz is doing to herself. <laughs> yeah, by being a free-thinking, independent, uh, smart woman. No, no. You can't have that. No, you can't have you that. Can ha- you can have that. However, there's more to that story. She is in leadership, and uh, she is not uh, leading. I know. That's and what that's I the said uh, frustrating point. Liz has brought Did you hear me yesterday? Liz. Did you hear me yesterday? I what did I say? Did it's time say for Liz to go. No, if Liz you can't walk in lockstep with your team, then no. get off the team. Well, Mark, if you're the leader, if you're the leader, you want a team of leader. You want your leadership team to be able to work That's with you. That's the one place you need to have L- the Liz same mindset. Liz Cheney is the conference chair. She is not doing what the conference chair needs. So if if you have if you're the coach and you have a I'm co- on your side and you, you have, have a quarterback and you say hey I want to run this play and the quarterback goes and says oh hey I want to run this other play hold it are, are you are you on the team or you're not now she can be in the Republican Party and have her views that's fine but she's not doing the things that the a conference chairperson does she's not putting the conference together she's also having uh, she's promoting opponents against people that are in her their her, her caucus <laughs> and she's well, not out raising money and still she persists she's been warned and she still persists so what kind of a she leader could be does her that? free thinker but Ow. just just don't do it as le- in leadership go right ahead and they rocketed her to the top too because of her name that's why she got as far as she did as quick as she did. Well, yeah, the same with her replacement. Well, remember she did. She ran for Senate and got squashed out there, and so she had to go. She had to go into the the House to get a seat. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I called about the ammo. If you don't have ammo for your guns, what good are they? Mark Mark <laughs> says they look they good on his mantle. Warehouses are full. Those people that get it. The warehouses are full, and the first people to get it is the military. And police. And yeah. police. They all get theirs first, but they aren't moving it out of the warehouses. There's plenty of ammo. Okay, Al, is, is this is this U.S. manufactured ammo, or are we buying it from overseas? No, we don't buy that overseas. It's, I'm not sure where it comes from, but I heard the warehouses are just sitting on it. This is you a, know, American ammo. Good without the ammo. Okay. And right. That, and then also back on the on employment, that's how we lost Sunbury Textile Mill. I mean, Wolf shut it down because the Chinese declared chemical war oh, on geez. it or biological war on us, and uh, they shut it down, and they moved the operation out of town. And then they took all the machinery out, and now we have no more. No, they they've been on the margin for the better part of a decade and a half. Yeah, so. I, I would say the industry and the 
there's some more scenarios there. Uh, well, I will maybe Wolf was the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, so yeah, he gets the credit yeah. <laughs> for a decline that started credit. 20 years ago. Okay. Okay. Okay, Al. Thank you so much, That's sir. Good. All right. Appreciate the call. Thanks for checking in. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Let's see, on the topic of students not wanting to miss their senior year, one of our listeners says back in the, this would probably be the 60s, uh, I went to high school, when I, the years I went to high school, Northumberland and Sunbury were merging uh, a business course, which I took. I had to go to the Northumberland school. I felt very disconnected. We only attended football assemblies at the Sunbury High School. I agree, you can't separate the student body meaning take the uh, Votech kids out of the high school and send them to Votech. Chris, you're probably going to be the last caller of the week. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Oh, Ben, you believe it's official legislating policy of the Republican Party that Trump was cheated out of the election and he should still be president? No. Uh, however, well, leadership leadership has the choice to have the people in leadership that they feel is the best for their party, Democrat or Republican. Yeah, but the reason you were giving, what was the reason? What what has she violated in Republican policy except for that? What she has, what she has not done, Chris, as the as a chair, and what she the has chair not done. Really do anything, you know. Yes, they do. Uh, they confer. <laughs> yes, okay. they do, Chris. So here, here's the scenario you're asking, and I'll a- answer you. What she has done is she has proposed opponents to other, other Republican House members. She has also been proposed very lacking opponents? in uh, uh, opponents, opponents in in primaries, and she's also lacked in fundraising for those people, meaning the House. So she's not she's not been good in leadership. Now she can personally. She, uh, she can personally have her choice, but, it's but been leadership. In two years, and she's already recruiting primary yes. people against yes. Republicans. Yes. So here's the other Who? scenario too. Who? So give me two names. Oh, I'll be more than happy to get you the names of that. But here's the other thing: she has not been on the fundraising circuit, which that is what leadership does. So this isn't this isn't a Trump scenario. This is a. House I of Representative leadership. Complain about her that she's not in the fundraising. That's not well, why they're you're, 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 her. Chris, that's you're not. not why they're getting the woman. You're not investigating proper circles, and you're maybe you're not talking okay, to people I that are members. So. 
I, I mean, guess so, Liz Cheney. The only complaint I've heard about her is that she uh, voted uh, to impeach Trump. And yeah, she and does, says the the big lie is is not a lie at all. Well, and that's what you're going to hear on your media sources. But go talk to congressmen that are in the caucus. Go look at some other sources of the media. And and Liz Cheney has brought this on herself. And McCarthy stood up for her the first time says, Liz, if you're going to be in leadership with us, here's the things you have to do. If you feel you need to do this, then fair enough, you don't need to be in leadership. And she should have said, yes, you're right. And she didn't. So this is this is going to happen. And it's interesting and that the media. You do know that the per- person that the woman that they're talking about replacing her with oh. is a proponent of the big lie. Is the proponent of the uh, well, of of Trump that way? The interesting. But does she actually hold it, Ben. The interesting. She actually po- has a voting record that is less yes. pro Trump. Exactly. Cheney does. Exactly. She only voted with Trump 77%. Cheney was and 96. And dislike her, she ran as a moderate Democrat. She came over during impeachment and became a, a full-blown if, if the, if the GOP qualification for her request. Chris, if the GOP feels that she's a better person than Liz Cheney, have at it. Uh, but speak, but McCarthy... Money, because she's... Pushing the big lie, and that's the source of no. the base M- of the M- Republican Party M- gives. McCarthy has the right to have his own leadership. Back? So that's the point. And interest, interesting that Hold you guys, on. interesting that you and, and, and your ilk likes. Here's your, here's <laughs> oh, your deal. I got an ilk. I got yeah, an ilk. Yeah, yeah. So here's your, here's your point on the GOP <laughs> is you love, you love Republicans like Liz Cheney now or Romney in the past. I didn't when say you, I love Liz Cheney. No, no. When you when you can I use them, I love Liz Cheney. Okay, you can use them. I don't care if the Republicans get rid of her. She's more conservative than the person. Okay, they're Chris, in a, a, place, a, as, as some folks, not you, dumb. you like Republicans when you can use them against the party, Thank or you, when Chris. they lose elections, <laughs> or when they die. <laughs> yes, and that, and that's and exactly. And you're innocent of all such things in the opposite direction. Right, <laughs> uh, Chris. As usual, you make no sense at all. Oh, so come on, man. have a good weekend. <laughs> Chris makes. Perfect sense. Thanks for calling in, Chris. Thank you for coming in. We'll see you next weekend. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank Rob Center, too. This is WDK OK Sunbury.